Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 6000. I don't know about you, but those Hardy Boys give me a raging clue. Have a nice flight. Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my hearty boy, Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? Thank you, my Nancy Drew. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are I you? I prefer to be Frank. Oh, you'd rather be Frank? So yeah. I'm Joe? You can be Joe if you want, or Nancy. Whatever. Your choice. I, well, Dealer's choice, baby. <laughs> oh, boy. I, 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 I can go with Joe. Okay. I like Joe. Joe's cool. Cheeseburger eating Joe. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? How are you? Oh, yeah, I'm great, yeah. You're great? I'm great, too. Excellent. We're all great together. We're all great. Things are going well. Yeah. We watched Ahsoka this week. Right, right. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about that? How do we well, feel about Sabine's the- Well, Sabine's finally getting her personality back. Thank God. God. She was wet tissue paper for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's starting to get to be dry tissue paper. <laughs> Useful toilet paper. Gross. <laughs> That's a terrible way to describe her face. You started the no, analogy. No, no, you took it someplace bad. <laughs> but yeah, she's she's becoming useful. I mean, like she's becoming interesting. Yeah, which is nice because you know, like even though she was still really boring, I thought in Rebels, she still had some kind of a personality. Yeah, she had spunk. Yeah, but well, not much. She. She had personality. She could be snarky yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. That was and fun. so now she's finally getting it back, which is nice. Yeah. I still wouldn't have sold out the galaxy for a dude, but that's just me. Yeah. No matter how much they're like, but to her, she didn't have a choice. It's like, uh, yeah, she, no, did. she had a fucking she choice. Fucking did. She ha- everybody has a choice. It's like, and, and like they even say at one point in this uh, episode, I don't remember who says it, it might have been Thrawn. I think it might have been Thrawn, who is like... <laughs> who has the sexiest voice of all time. Sexiest voice of all time. God. Who's basically like, oh, so you've destroyed the universe for a boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, oh, when you put it like that. Yeah, when you put it like that. Um... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I Right here on the record, mm-hmm. if it's destroy the universe or find me with my happy little turtle hermit crab people... <laughs> yeah. Leave me with the tiny hermit crab. I mean, I'm the fine. tiny hermit crab people are great. I'm so Maybe. glad to see those because it's dumb Star Wars shit again, they which even... is nice. I love that. I miss that. That's what makes Star Wars fun is their dumb, dumb shit that's in it. They almost had the whole like yub nub. Yeah, they've got the whole Ewok flair. Yeah, love it. I, I, I loved it. it. I loved, loved it. it. And what I loved too. I mean, this is a little bit minor spoilers, I suppose, for. Ahsoka, I almost called it Rebels. <laughs> because A, it's already all over the internet. Mm. B, there was no secret because they advertised it as such. So I don't yeah. feel too bad about this. But I was really happy mm-hmm. that Ezra is good. Yes. And he feels yes. like freaking Ezra. Yes, he feels like Ezra. He feels more like Ezra mm-hmm. than Sabine feels like Sabine, at exactly. least heretofore. Yeah. And now maybe Sabine will start feeling more like Sabine now that they're together and their dynamic can kind of yeah, come back. Yeah, well, that's when she started getting her personality back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, and maybe that's not, I was. Ne- I never really blamed the actress on that. Maybe that is a part of the writing. It's like, yeah. she can't be 
complete until she's with him with her family because yeah. they're not lovers no they're anything. not well, they make that clear they made that clear but i guess without her family but that doesn't make sense because she was with hera for a while yeah so. well she abandons basically hera yeah, and she, everybody that's true she does so i don't because know because rebels guys if you don't know they were a family yeah. you had hera kanan zeb zeb we haven't Sabine, well we've seen and Ze- Ezra. we've seen zeb in one of the other shows what show, show did he show up in oh in chopper he showed up in Obi-Wan? It was no, Andor. Yeah, he shows up in, yeah, yeah, he yeah, shows up weirdly in Andor, in Andor, yeah. For like five seconds? For five seconds. In, in, or was in, it the Mandalorian? Must was have it? been the Mandalorian. It has to be I something don't remember. At- oh, it was with it's not Bronson. What is that dude's name? The pilot who gets around? Carson. Carson. Yeah, Carson gets around. Yeah. It has to be something after a new hope because it was definitely like I think it was the Mandalorian, because I think Carson was chasing to, the Mandalorian. Yes, it has to yeah. have been the Mandalorian. Yeah, like the latest the, season yeah. of Mandalorian. Yeah. Zeb shows up. So like we yeah. basically have all of the rebels crew together now. Yeah, exactly. Except for Kanan R.I.P. Oh, I love Kanan. Yeah. I get I can't handle watching him die. Yeah. Oh my we we turned it off. I we turn it like, off every time we get to that part. I'm like, and done. And <laughs> done. Done with this show now. But yeah, Ahsoka seems to be turning out pretty good. I'm assuming this season's not gonna end well for anyone. <laughs> yeah, it better not. I think the season's basically gonna be end end with the return of Thrawn and every well, yeah. and then there like Sabine being like, oops. Well, I just don't like the whole Thrawn idea because according to the trilogy, the newest trilogy, mm-hmm. he didn't give a shit about the Empire. Yeah. He yeah. was just using them to get their army to take back to his homeworld in order to, like, free his homeworld or something like that. Like, it wasn't about making the Empire awesome. It was about helping his homeland. Well, he could still be doing that, but he can't do it no, from where he's No, that at. seems stupid. The Empire isn't powerful anymore. Well, he doesn't even know that at this point. He's oh, just... he does. <laughs> Oh, he in... does. He does know. I, I mean, like, the only weird thing I find with this Thrawn is I think he does. He's really cool. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he doesn't operate on that cold logic. There seems to be he's yeah. he seems to be making a lot of decisions on Night Sisters, which Night is, Sisters, which is superstitious, which is weird because Thrawn doesn't understand magic at all. Yeah, that's his. That's where he always fucks up because yeah. he's always like, "I don't get this big cow guy." Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is a bindo? What's a bindo? Why, <laughs> why is why is there a hurricane with a cow god in it? Like, I don't get this. I don't get it. <laughs> like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, watch Rebels, guys. Yeah, watch Rebels. <laughs> anyway, but uh, Ahsoka was good. We've watched, uh, kept up with. Only murders in the building. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's still fucking Mabel. I swear to God, it's Mabel. We've been watching. We I don't think I think we've mentioned this last week. We started watching them all from the beginning. Season two is way better than we remembered it being. Way better. And it's Mabel, guys. It's fucking Mabel. It's got to be Mabel. It's fucking it's, Mabel. It's got to be Mabel. They may not reveal her this season to be the the ultimate killer. They may mm-hmm. save that for next season, but it's her. It's fucking her. Yeah, because there is an underlying story that has not been revealed yet. Yeah. In Only Murders. Like, it, they made they fun t- of it with Marv. Yes. When he's like, oh, it's the Sixth Avenue killer or killer. whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and in season two, they're like, yeah. And when they poisoned your dog mm-hmm. and uh, Oliver's like, oh, right. Oh, right. They did do that. Yeah. They totally forgot a lot of loose ends that they still didn't tie up. Yeah. They still haven't tied up. So I think there's like an ongoing thread. Mm-hmm. And I think that ties into Mabel. And she's, she yeah. did it, guys. Um, it's her. It's we watched her. the most recent Lower Decks. Excellent, excellent. And, and we finally watched the Strange New Worlds crossover. Which was good. 
It was okay. I liked, I liked them. I liked them in it. And <laughs> the only Strange New Worlds cast member I liked was Ortega. And, and like, I think we said that. Uh, I was but saying I that couldn't to you. help myself. I was also wildly attracted to her at the same time. So there's that. Yeah, I, I get you. I get it. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. <laughs> but uh, I, I like. Uh, I liked them in it. I still don't think I'm sold on the brand new worlds. Strange new worlds? Whatever it's called. Yeah, I didn't really like their cast. And I just I just feel like it was too self-centered. Yeah, you were saying that. And I kind of agree with you. They all seem... And now, granted, we've only watched two episodes of this. Mm-hmm. But they seem very preoccupied with their legacy. legacy. Like how they're going to be remembered in the future. Yeah. And I suppose that's a very human desire, but it also feels very self-centered. Yeah, it doesn't feel heroic at all. Like, I gotta do heroic things to be remembered. What can I do? Oh, I should probably like, help Even Uhura is like, just seems really... you're gonna be fantastic, Uhura. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but all I do is like admin work, blah, blah, right. blah. But she still seems to have this angst yeah. about how she'll be re- remembered in the future. Mm-hmm. It's... It's weird, I yeah. guess. I don't I don't know that it doesn't feel like um I'm doing good mm-hmm. because it's the right thing to do. It feels like I'm doing it just to be remembered for being awesome. Yeah, and yeah. I really do like the idea that people will dress up as me for Halloween and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. But I did like Boimler and Mariner. Oh, of course. They're always awesome. You know, they were very funny. Yeah. But I don't think it's enough for me to want to watch I'm not watching any more Strange any, New Worlds. Anymore. Like I said, I only liked Ortega. Yeah. I I did think it was funny. I was saying to you that Boimler has to, like, go out of his way to, like, talk about Mbenga and uh, <laughs> Ortega. So be like, yeah, you're a war hero. <laughs> and I'm like, because they can't just be Pike and Uhura. Pike, Spock, and Uhura. Because, like, those are, like, the actual legacy yeah. people that we know and like. Yeah. Like, it has to be like, oh, and you too, the person we just created just, just now. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would I wish I liked that show a lot more because it does look really interesting, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't, me. it doesn't, it's missing something for Heart, me. Heart, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I get why people like it, right. but it's just not for me. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You know what it is for me, though? The Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew Mysteries. Slash Nancy Drew Mysteries. Oh my God, this was awesome. Thank you so much for finally <laughs> picking something good. Picking something good. <laughs> Guys, this was fabulous. This was from 1972? Seven. 1977. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. With, with the hairstyles and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1977 with Sean Casty, Richard Keel was a guest star. Oh, oh. I love Richard Keel. Richard Keel, if you don't know, played the same character in Silver Streak and in two <laughs> James Bond movies. Called Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> I loved Jaws. And actually, his Silver Streak role came before the James Bond roles, which is <laughs> weird. They're just like, this is just great. We're just going to keep him. <laughs> which ones is he in? Moonraker, I think? Moonraker and... um. The uh, one before that, whatever. Oh, yeah, it's another spy who, Roger Moore. spy who loved spy me. who loved me. I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, but Moonraker's the one where he falls in love with the pigtailed. Oh, and that's the cutest relationship ever. Yeah, just fucking <laughs> ever. But James Bond sucks. James but Bond like... sucks. But Richard Keel is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we watched the Hardy Boys Nancy Drew mysteries. Why don't you give us a show synopsis? Although we probably already know. Oh yeah. But yeah, I, I do want to point out. Aaron actually thanked me during the show to be like, thank you for getting something good. And we almost. This was excellent, honestly. Yeah. I mean, spoiler alert. It was excellent. We're going to talk about how good it is, but. Yeah. It's a solid nine out of 10. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right. Show synopsis. 
the cases of a pair of teen detective brothers and a teen girl. <laughs> Amateur sleuth. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. What? Hmm. Okay. Is that, is that a sentence fragment? Wait, let me reread that. Okay. The cases of a pair of teen detective brothers and a teen girl amateur sleuth. Okay. Okay. So it is a sentence fragment. It's it's structured weird. But it's a statemental sentence fragment. (laughs) It's borderline. (laughs) Okay. There is meaning in it if you want there to be. (laughs) Episode synopsis. (laughs) The Hardys investigate the disappearance of their own father. A case involving a haunted house, a graveyard, and espionage. So fucking good. Oh my good. gosh. And this. So fucking good. This ties us right into next month's like Halloween, Halloween month yeah, perfectly. perfectly. Dovetails perfectly yeah. in there. This show is starring, you know, the Cassidy boys. Yeah, just, they're just awesome. They nail it. They, they every nail time. It. Every nail time. It. Sean No wonder Cassidy. they were so popular. I can see it. I get it now. Yeah, I always, yeah, I never really I got never it. really, like, understood. I was just like, what, because of their dumb hair? They're the hair that <laughs> defies logic and explanation. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, they're legit good. They're good, and they're not, to me, mm-hmm. they're not just, like, cutie patooties. They are cutie patooties. They're cutie patooties, but they got a little sass to them. Oh, they got sass. I they like that sass. They got sass coming out the ass. <laughs> They've got Sean Cassidy as Joe Hardy, Mm -hmm. Parker Stevenson as just the most wide-eyed. Oh, oh my God. I fucking love Frank. (laughs) Frank Hardy. And unfortunately, it's only credit only for Pamela Sue Martin as Nancy Drew. Oh, she wasn't in this episode. From what I understand, I was going to say, is they do switch off. Yeah, they switch off. One episode's Hardy Boys, the next Nancy. Maybe next week we should do yeah. the Nancy Drew one. We could probably do something like that. If, if you, Well, you're just trying to watch more of these shows. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, they switched off, and this is just a little trivia stuff. Pamela Sue Martin left halfway through season two because she felt the show was too kiddie. Okay. And so she got replaced halfway through season two. And then season three, it just became the Hardy Boys Mysteries because mm. uh, apparently the Nancy Drew segments weren't as popular. Oh, okay. Because this show was very popular with teen girls. Oh. And so it was very much a Parker Stevenson, Sean Cassidy right. thing. very much like Winchester Boys thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. That's what okay. it was. Gotcha, and gotcha. so, like, Nancy wasn't really, like, They are like, popular. come on, she's too pretty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to watch these cute boys solve I want to watch cute boys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. So this released January 30th, 1977. The number one movie was Car Wash by Rose Royce. And the number one movie was Rocky. Oh, yeah, I get that. There's good, good stuff That's going good on. Stuff going on. Man, their dad's car was nice. Man, I, I want I... that car so bad. I don't even know what it's called, but I want like it. almost like a Cutlass, maybe. Or I something. don't know what it is, but I want that car. Yeah, it's very much like a pimp mobile. <laughs> it is sweet looking. I want that car. Yeah, it's nice. I want that car because cars these days suck. They I just, just all look exactly the same. I was just going to make the comment that I thought Sean Cassidy was trying to capitalize on a Mark Hamill look, but this is actually pre-Star Wars and So New Mark Hope. Hamill capitalized on the Sean Cassidy look. Yeah, I think so. Nice. Wow, crazy. Because uh, Star Wars came out in May of that year. Oh, I think that was just the hair then. I think it was just the hair. It's yeah. crazy hair. I try to make sense of it, but I can't do it. <laughs> How are you cutting this? <laughs> like, what are you doing? It seems like a lot of work. Seems like a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of a lot of grooming involved. <laughs> uh, what were your uh, expectations for this show going into it? Ready for this? Yeah. Fun times to be had by all. 
perfect. I <laughs> nailed it. I mean, there were, we had legitimate laughs in this. Yes, we did. Not like laughing at the show. I did laugh at the show a few times, but I also laughed with it. With the show. Like, yeah. in a lot of ways, because I think we brought it up on the show. We never did an episode on it, but we tried to watch the modern remake. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And it was bad. And yeah. you remember it had like... The dude was like 35. But then like Joe was like 10. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And then they were trying to like make a meet in the middle somehow. Yeah. Like they're like... It just didn't work. It did not work. Joe and Frank, Sean and Parker are much closer in age. Yeah. Um, it makes way more sense. It makes way more sense. Mm-hmm. And their dynamic is fantastic. Oh, yeah. I love how they're always like teasing each other yeah oh my gosh but yeah they loved each other you could they tell. looked out for each other they protected each other and you know they made fun of each other it's exactly. funny it, it was funny it's it was funny. this was a funny show it's funny uh i said this is a uh, man i was wrong lesser cassidy but a better <laughs> mystery fly fly away hair no no i, I think i don't got, th- i think got that wrong i think he might be the greater cassidy i think the cassidy's are just awesome i think they might just be. I think they're just awesome. I get it now. I get if, like, it. I get if, it. If like someone could just like make me understand Justin Bieber at this point, like, <laughs> like I get it. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. How did this show start? I mean, it okay. Now the off. start is wild because it just throws you into a scene. You have no idea what's going on. And I was is, asking so many questions. And this was like you were asking questions. You were so engaged in this show. <laughs> There's only one part where you kind of were like, okay, this scene's dragging a little bit. That was the mirror maze. The mirror maze. Because the music started, like, grating on my nerves. It was very much that tension hook Mm -hmm. that kind of keeps going up an octave. And it sustained for a while. Yeah. But it starts Yeah, guys. Mirror maze. I said it. It's very much Goldfinger mirror maze. Uh, No, it's Man with a Golden Gun. Oh, yeah. Man with a Golden Gun. God, I'm forgetting (laughs) which ones they were. Yeah, we can criticize James Bond because we actually know James Bond. Yeah, like I grew up watching all of those movies multiple times per year. So so I don't think we're just hating on it just to hate on it. No, no. We're familiar. Oh, very familiar. Like I said, I watch them multiple times per year. Not ironically. (laughs) We So it starts off with like the maze of the Minotaur. Yeah. And yeah. It, it really sets a an odd, ominous mm-hmm. mood. It's very old school, uh, like Doctor Who almost steady yeah. looking thing. And on top of that, they superimpose pictures of the boys. Yeah. And Nancy Drew with copies of their books, which I think is great. Which like, is really cool. Which is great. Like synergy. Cost, synergy. So it's like, oh, if you like the show, yeah. you can go. Read the books, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and... Uh, oh, by the way, guys, if you want to read the books, the Dollar Tree has them for $1.25. Yeah, the new ones. The, the new ones. Yeah. I mean, the, like, illustrations are garbage, but it's the same book. Our kid loves them. Yeah. You know? And they're so. only $1.25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're obviously going to be updated for kids today. Right. There's, like, well, one's in the arcade, so it's not really for today, but... <laughs> <laughs> What's an arcade? It drops you, like you said, right in the action. Yeah, like I had no idea what was going on. We are in a cemetery. Yes. It is nice. No, no, we're following the dad oh, right. out of the hotel. Yeah, we don't know what, okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It starts with them tailing their father. Yeah. And we have no idea why. Yeah. We know that he told them he was going on a fishing trip mm-hmm. without them. It turns out in a later scene, somebody had snitched on him to the boys. They uh, said, oh, we saw him at the Emmett Hotel or whatever. Oh, right, which okay. Which was far away from the fishing hole, so they are right. like, wait, what's dad doing there? But I like the way they kind of dropped us into right. the action. Because mm-hmm. you're immediately like, what's going on? But not in a way where you feel lost. Because I think one of the things the show does really well. Exposition. They deliver exposition mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't feel clunky. Yeah. 
I mean, well, except for the two guys breaking into the office. And well, we're like, keep it down, guys. Because <laughs> they're breaking in, and there's people inside. We have to find this we paper. We have to find this, because he may have been lying to us. <laughs> it's like, keep it down, but the, the exposition. But they, we don't know if they're like following their father because he's philandering. Although, I guess not, because he doesn't appear to be... He's not married. Is their so. mother out of the picture? I don't think they have a mom. Yeah, I think their mom's dead. They were immaculately... Uh... Because, well, remember in the updated version, um, they were at their mom's funeral. Oh, uh, right. So I think they, they think that their father is a widower. I think so, yeah. And, but they... Which is why Aunt Gertrude's there. Yes, Aunt Gertrude. Who's <laughs> basically the Aunt Har- Harriet. She spent... She, Serves the same purpose as Aunt Harriet in, like, the Batman 66. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's just kind of there to be, like, in the way a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, they have a, a line of dialogue that doesn't feel exposition-y. I mean, it is exposition, but it's delivered well, and I'm probably going to do it worse than the show does. But they're basically like, our father was a detective in New York for 20 years. Yeah. He doesn't make mistakes or something right. like that. It actually came off. Not like, as you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It actually made sense with the scene, with the dialogue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it was like, this is stupid. He's been, a, he was a detective for 20 years. Like, yeah. It, it came off really, so we're like, okay, mm-hmm. we know who their father is. We know he's a very good detective. Yeah. These boys have obviously picked up a lot of that yeah. information. And then they follow him to a creepy cemetery. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I love at one point, uh, Frank says to Joe, he's like, don't you want to know why he's in a cemetery? <laughs> and and Joe's like, I don't want to know why, what he's doing in the cemetery. Well, what, what do you think he's doing in a cemetery? It's like, probably the same thing we're like doing in a cemetery at night or <laughs> something. God, I f- that up really bad. But it was, <laughs> it was a really cute line. It was very, like you said, they have a very natural rapport with one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, their quips come off. They're barbed. But you can tell that it's w- with love. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... Um, and I was like, what do they think their father is? Like a resurrection man? Like he's like poking around graves in the right. middle of the night. And at this point I said, Aaron's asking a lot of questions. So like, <laughs> what are they doing? Like, why is he there? Like, that's where the show gets you. Right. You know, and I think for a mystery show, I and think And I do love a good mystery. No. And I love a good story. I've been missing stories. Like, I don't think This is told really well. It's told very well. I don't think it's a very good mystery in the sense of you can never get ahead of it. Oh, no, you cannot. Like, you're not going to find clues as they find clues and be able to be like, oh, mm-hmm. it goes crazy. Oh, yeah. It's like a Scooby-Doo mystery. Mm-hmm. Of like, you're not going to figure this out. No. Velma figured it out off screen <laughs> three three minutes ago. You're right. You're just going to let them tell you're you what happened. You're just watching what happens. But I think it, it's it's good, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but while they're following their father in the cemetery, they see someone is following him. Yeah. That's where the line is. And he says, like, what do you think that guy's doing? The same thing we are. Same Sneak- thing we are. Following sneaking- our dad in the cemetery. <laughs> yes. Sneaking around the cemetery at night. <laughs> and um, at this point, they're like, okay, we think our dad might be, like, digging up corpses to sell to the local university. <laughs> but there's someone following him. Right. He doesn't know that he's being followed. Mm-hmm. So we're going to follow the follower. Yeah. Basically. And they also managed to lift a... Fingerprint. Joe does. Joe. Joe he's sneaks into that guy's car, lifts the fingerprint, and then takes it to his lab. He has a lab. He has a lab. And it doesn't seem weird. And it doesn't seem weird. <laughs> like, you're like, of course he has a lab. Of course he has a lab. <laughs> they don't find their father, but they go home. They lift the fingerprint up. They have a nice little book. This is like the art of, like, yeah. fingerprint, whatever. 
they get told to go to bed because it's 11 o'clock. Yeah. And they're boys and they're grown boys. Mm, they should be bed a lot earlier. Yeah. Dude, if we don't put our boys to bed by at least 8.30, they are so grouchy in the morning. So grouchy. They're a nightmare to be <laughs> in the morning if they haven't had enough sleep. It's just. Oh, they're grump butts. Ugh. But as they're sleeping, the people that were following, wait, they were following people that were following their father. Mm-hmm. But those people circled around and are now following the Hardy Boys? Yes, because they saw them lift a fingerprint, I think. I think they saw them like enter I said, that dude's car. Like I said, not everything has to make sense, guys. Yeah, there's a lot of jumps here, but... There's so much happening that you don't really notice the jumps. And because of the charisma of our leads, yeah. I'm not too concerned about I'm it. I'm not either, which I'm, is bizarre because I'm always concerned about stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm this. just pleasantly flowing with the story. Yeah, like, me I'm like, too. okay, this is what's happening. Oh, and here we are now in a rainbow cloud city. This is fine. Yeah, this is fine. <laughs> like, we're not going to think about, we're not going to yeah. think too hard about that. Mm-hmm. And I like that style of, see, I think that's what the main problem is when we talk about pacing mm-hmm. in like modern TV shows. And you can look at like the Disney Marvel shows or you yeah. can talk about the Disney Star Wars shows. Mm-hmm. When you have bad pacing it leaves itself open towards criticism yes it does when something's really slow your brain is automatically going to start finding holes and ways to keep itself entertained you're keep you're not you're not engaging your brain wants to do things it wants to work yeah and so when it gets bored it makes fun of things yeah starts tearing it apart you're giving me too much time Mm -hmm. to figure out that this doesn't make sense exactly to find your little holes I think there are more than enough holes in this show, but oh, yeah. I'm happy to ignore them all because I don't care. They get broken into by the loudest <laughs> people in the world. And at this point, do we know that their father's been kidnapped? Uh, no. No, he has not been kidnapped yet. No. He, he gets not kidnapped been. after the scene, I think. Right. And they lock pick in and man, Frank. In his undies. In his undies. Goes I running mean, after him. I bet the tween girls in the 70s were just like... <laughs> losing their shit. Losing their <laughs> shit. When he takes off on his dirt bike after those guys. <laughs> yeah. He loses them, but then he gets caught by the police and they're like, son. Son. <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> I was like, he's blonde hair, blue eyed. He's fine. And to, to <laughs> prove that all cops are bad, yeah, this show is like very much like cops are dumb. Yeah. Oh, very I much was so. so mad on behalf of the boys. Yeah, me too. Because they're like, we've been broken into. Mm-hmm. Look at the state of this room. And then the cops at the end of it, it's like, we don't even know there is a crime committed and just leaves. They leave them uh, there. Clearly, this place was broken into, and these guys were attacked by dudes. Well, they well, but no crime was committed here. Well, Joe is like, "Hey, look, you can see where they lockpicked." Yeah. Um, this my dad's office door. So there's actual evidence besides just our accounts. And the cop looks at it and he says, "Yeah, it looks like someone did tamper with this, but we don't know if those marks weren't there before yeah. tonight." And it's like, well, look at the state of the room. We don't know how your father keeps his office. Yeah. And it's like, but we're telling you, mm-hmm. I didn't just jump on my dirt bike in my underwear because yeah. someone wasn't breaking into our house. Yeah. And then the cops are like, just trying to get some sleep. I'm like, someone broke into our f***ing house yes. tonight. Yes. And you're just like, we're not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. We're not going to listen to you, boys. When Joe is like, I lifted a fingerprint, it matches the one I found on this matchbook from the right. cemetery. They're like, ha ha, that you need to be an expert to do that. And he's yeah. like, yeah. I did it in my lab downstairs. I am an expert. I'm yeah. basically <laughs> Batman. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they're like, whatever, go to sleep. Try not to die yeah. from these people. And then not a crime was committed here. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. Cops suck. So, here we go. Here's a big leap. So, <laughs> Frank is like, wait a minute. He leaves. I think the cops leave because in the Because they say interim. something about the bed, and he's like, oh, bed, and takes it off running. We were like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. And apparently his dad keeps a journal a in journal his bed. A journal with very confidential information. But written in code that Frank knows. That Frank knows. And so Frank figures it out that this is at a haunted house. At 2 a.m., some guy <laughs> named night. Sonny is going to be there. Yes. And so he's like, let's go to this haunted house. Ask me how this show gets there. I do not we know. We don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I don't because care. we end up at the Psycho House. Oh, my God, which has been turned into this cool club dining area. It is the coolest. It is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It is like a pop-up restaurant mm-hmm. in the literal Psycho House. Yeah. That says haunted house on yeah, it. Where you have to open a coffin to go downstairs where this knight will accidentally cut your head off if you're not careful. I did have a criticism that nothing ever happened with that. Well, yeah, because it was just spooky. Well, I think it's spooky. Well, it felt very much like because you slide down this chute mm-hmm. and then this like a suit of armor swings an axe at yeah. where your head would be. But since you slid down, it's yeah. above you. And you're like, someone's going to get... Good. Someone's gonna get again, axed. But then again, it's 1977. It's a kid show from 1977. <laughs> it's a kid show. I don't know that like someone's gonna be eviscerated today. <laughs> it's a kid show. But but then so they wind up in this other uh, whole part of the haunted house where you have to like go through the haunted house to get to your fine dining area. Well, no. First you have to go through another slide. Well, no, we're not there yet. <laughs> oh. So we're in this black room where this crystal ball guy tells Laughs you that you. you have to like find your way through. Yeah. Joe says, oh, this is so easy. A child could do it. And Frank goes, and so he pulls the thing, and it's just a brick wall. Brick wall. And uh, Frank goes, oh, we should find a child then. And it's just so funny. It's so funny. They have such a good brotherly rapport. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, watch this show. It's so funny, and it's of its time. So if you really want to see something that's like, I feel like authentic, yeah. but not racist or sexist because no races or <laughs> women are in this. I mean, there's, so, there's no representation going There's no going representation in. going, so you don't have to worry about anything. But, there's no triggers here, absolutely none. But one of the things I did like about this show, I wrote this down, is like I felt like the kids were really heroic. Yeah. But in a believable way. Yes. They felt like real kids from the 70s mm-hmm. doing what they could within their capabilities. Yes. Now, granted, their capabilities are, I can lift a fingerprint and, like, right. decipher it. But, I mean, like, they felt like real kids mm-hmm. getting into peril that was, like, appropriate right. for a 16, 17-year-old right. kid. Right, not like Harry Potter and 11-year-old going against a three-headed fucking <laughs> dog. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, but, like, I was impressed with these kids running after the mm-hmm, guys. And, like, mm-hmm. it was nice to see kids being active, to be quite <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> Getting out on their dirt bikes. Right? And like, you know. Oh, my God. They had this van that had the sunset painted on it. You know, guys, iconic 70s van. That's, and yeah. that, And they drove their dirt bikes into the back of it. Mm-hmm. So the whole entire back of their van is just for their dirt bikes. Yeah. Awesome. I want that shit. Yeah. That way you can go off-roading whenever you need yeah, to. Yeah, when we need to chase a bad guy into mm-hmm. the woods or something, we can just pull out our dirt bikes and we're off we go. Off we go. It's fucking awesome. It's great. Once you go down the one chute, then you have to go through another chute. Right. So this, like, place must be, like, 
40, 50 feet underneath the ground. <laughs> like, they had the whole psycho house, but they don't use it. No, they use the basement. <laughs> it's just the basement. <laughs> it's just the basement. So once you get through the mirror mazes and all of these brick walls. There's a super groovy party going on. There's a super on. groovy party going on. And you can order burgers. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I want to go here and order a fucking burger. And that's where Richard Keel is. He's dressed up like Frankenstein's yeah. monster. Yeah. They're like, can we talk to Sonny? You know, like he's like, Sonny's busy, but you guys can order some burgers. So they order some burgers, and Joe's like very specific with his order. And Frank's like, "What the hell are you doing?" He's like, "Hey, if we're gonna, if we're paying for this, I'm gonna get what I want. <laughs> I'm gonna get what I want." <laughs> <laughs> and some guy dressed as a wolf man, yeah. suspiciously is escaping, and Frank's like, "I'm after him." Yeah, and Joe's like, "Well, I'm waiting for the burgers, so." I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> and what's great is <laughs> Joe eats both burgers. <laughs> like the next time you see him, he's eating both burgers and he's like, I can't pay my brother at the wallet. <laughs> there's some trouble out back. So Richard Keel's just like, oh, if there's trouble, just take the burgers and go. <laughs> yeah, just take the just, we, we don't want any bad We don't want press. any trouble. Yeah, it's so yeah. crazy that Richard Keel is in this and it has like nothing to do. It has nothing to do with him. He's There's not like, a bad guy or anything. He's just the host. He's just the host. Yeah. Host with the most. Host with the most. The ghost with the most host. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> we could not get over the haunted house. Oh, that was so cool. Why can't places be like that yeah. in real life? Yeah, exactly. It, it was just so cool. I think that's why we got over all the plot holes is because we were so excited by the haunted house. I mean, like, the the okay, so we should actually say what the plot is, <laughs> right? Right. So what's going on is Sonny, mm-hmm. the wolf man at this haunted house, was a Navy attache. Yeah. <laughs> yes, guys. It goes off the wall. This is where, like, don't try to get ahead of the show. No, don't. He was a Navy attache who went missing at the same time some documents went Secrets missing. Secrets went Secret missing. Secrets went missing. Two days later, he showed up in Europe in his underwear yeah. with no memory. Mm-hmm. So their dad was trying to protect him and find out what happened to him. Yes. That's and, what, and they what his dad his was death. hired for. Mm-hmm. He's a PI. Yeah. Like, that's what he was hired for. Well, then these other Navy guys arre- kidnapped their dad. Kidnapped their dad. Kidnapped their dad. And it's like, we're Sonny. And their dad's like, I'm not telling you jack shit. Yeah. There's, their dad is hardcore, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just like, nope, that's confidential mm-hmm. can't tell you mm-hmm. and, but he like has like that uh sherlock holmes gene where he yeah. can be like i know who you guys are you guys are cia your FBI, navy probably navy special intelligence mm-hmm. i can tell blah 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 because your haircuts and yeah. all this other stuff eventually they let him go knowing that he's gonna lead them to sunny to sunny mm-hmm. so instead he leads them to a cemetery <laughs> to a cemetery because they had faked sunny's death mm-hmm because they didn't want people thinking that they had a leak with all their secrets. Right. So they were like, we'll just say you're dead. Yeah. But then there's another old white guy. Uh-huh. Now, this other old white guy is chasing down Sonny to kill him. Yes. And- Not to arrest him for selling secrets, but to kill him. Because Sonny didn't sell secrets. He saw this other dude sell the secrets. And that's what made him lose his mind. Because he thought of this guy as his father. Yes. So he went into shock and lost all those memories. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, that is what makes this show really cool to me. Right. Is it didn't slouch on the other character. Yeah. They had a whole thing going on yep. where... He was so traumatized watching his commanding officer mm-hmm. sell secrets to... Who he considered his father. Yeah. Selling his secrets to the enemy that, that he, lost he went his into mind. shock, lost his mind. 
And he started getting his memories back. And that's why everyone was chasing him. He was starting to remember what Mm -hmm. happened. Like, that's pretty much it. There was... And then they all fall into this, like, grave that's been recently dug. (laughs) Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, Frank, like, twists his leg. His father's already in there. (laughs) Everybody falls into this open grave. There was a really sweet moment because Frank goes to find their father, I Mm -hmm. guess. And because he assumes, oh, yeah, because Aunt Harriet said that he was going to the cemetery. So Frank is like, stay here with Sonny. I'm going to go look for our father. Mm -hmm. Joe sits there for a while. And then he's like, hey, Sonny, I'm leaving the keys in the van. If you need to go, go. Just go. Just go. Again, like I said, like very, these are good kids. These are good kids. You know, like they feel like good kids. Right. And Joe goes out and uh, with his weird pleather jacket. <laughs> yeah, you were like, what material is that? And I was like, don't think about it. <laughs> think too hard on don't, it. Don't think about it. And, it's uh, like a polyester leather blend. It was wild. And meanwhile, Frank is in his like mock turtleneck. <laughs> and it was awesome. He goes from a mock turtleneck yeah. to a V-neck, like a scoop neck. <laughs> He's like, it's all in the neck with Frank. <laughs> but uh, he, he runs into Frank and Frank's like, I told you to stay in the van. And Joe's like, I was worried about you. Oh, it's so sweet. I'm like, are you kidding me these so sweet these cute boys like <laughs> these guys my heart this is great we had a legitimate gasp too because now sunny's sitting in the van yeah and sunny i guess wants to i don't know check on the kids too yeah because now he's concerned that the boys are in trouble so he gets out of the van yeah. and that's when his commanding officer is revealed behind the van and both of us were like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> we got into it so we really got into this show guys i, I mean honestly <laughs> Honestly, I mean... It was great storytelling. It was great storytelling. Hard truths are going on. Yeah. Where the commanding officer tells Sonny, he's like, don't put people too high on a pedestal, Will. Yeah. This is why you lost your mind. Because you thought so highly of me when I was willing to sell The reason why I sold those secrets is because they had blackmail on me. And yeah. we never find out what the blackmail was, but I think it's a prostitute because he said he would lose his family. Well, yeah, and you, and you said this, you were saying that, and we were talking about how in real life, how puritanical we are about that. Mm-hmm. That if we, as a society, we just get let over... Up on, uh, let up on this, you want to have that kind just of Just let mouth. that be, like, within him and his family. Yeah. Like, if she wants... If his wife wants to leave Scandals him... Scandals of cheating is bullshit. The fact like, that you would sell out your... Like, this is nobody else's co- business. You like, know? you would sell out your country because I have, mm-hmm. we have a picture of you cheating on your wife. It's yeah. like, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's messed up. It's like, so what? Everyone gets, gathers around. The, the Hardy Boys living room with mm-hmm. their giant sailing ship. What was that Schooner? thing on their mantle? It was a huge. Because there was like 25 flags on that thing. I mean, was, 25 sails. It was It enormous. was like this big. And it was made of gold and wood. Gold, wood, and copper maybe. Yeah. it was. It I was couldn't a, figure out what it was. It was a decorative piece. I don't think it was a model. Was yeah, it? it had to was have it been. Was it a model? Oh, was it a real sailing ship maybe? Yes, it was. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, I thought it might be like some kind of like embossed kind of hangy thing. Oh, no, it was a real model, yeah. So it was like something they built? They had to I could it. see those boys and their father building that. I, I don't know. That thing very... was wild. <laughs> I still haven't figured out what it was. But they're in the they're in the living room, and they're all kind of like dumping whatever. Right. And I think Joe asks, so what's going to happen to him now? Was the, one of the CIA guys, same thing that happens to people who break all the rules. He'll have to be punished to the fullest extent of the law. <laughs> and like... Give me more of empty platitudes, please. Yeah. Make me feel like justice will be served. Mm -hmm. You know, we live in 2023 where it feels like everything is going to hell. Yeah. And there's some, and 
I know it was never really like this. Oh, it was never great. But there's something about the way it's delivered in the show that makes you feel an optimism. Like the bad guys are going to get, you know, pay for what they did and everything's going to be great. Right. Aunt Harriet's going to, or Aunt Gertrude's going to give me a hug. Right. And I'm full on cheeseburgers and everything's great. Guys, this show is fantastic. They even have a briefcase phone. Oh, right. The briefcase phone. Let's talk about the briefcase phone. I want that thing so bad. It's not even funny. It's so silly because it's so impractical. (laughs) But I would love to have a briefcase phone. Yeah. I would love to. You just open it and there's a phone in there. And you talk (laughs) on it. It's great. Let's go back to that. Things with style. Things with interesting things about it. Because our technology is just stupid. It's just a little black box. Yeah. Stupid. It's boring. I cannot express to you what a joy this show was. (laughs) This Let's, might be yeah. one of my favorite shows that we've watched. Oh, yeah, me too. Hands down. <laughs> Hands down, one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. I liked everything about it. Yeah. It was hilarious and uh, it was cute. And I have to say, people agree with us. Oh. The lowest review I could find was a five out of 10. Wow. Okay. It says seven. That's not bad. A five out of 10 is still not bad. No, 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 no. And uh, they're, they're kind of long, but the other ones were really long. Okay. So <laughs> people really get into yeah, it. Yeah, they really. It's one of those shows that people really want to like wax eloquently about. Right. Because they love it. They love it so yeah. much. This is from Tiff Tory. This was written in 2008. It was a five out of 10. It says 70s camp at its best. Yeah. For My, sure. It just feels sure. so good. I wasn't even mm-hmm. alive in the 70s, and I'm like, mm-hmm. God, this was so cool. Yeah. Like, I would love to just solve mysteries with my <laughs> bro. I don't have a brother. You know, like, I would just, there's something very chicken soupy about this yeah. show. Yeah, it's really, it's really nice. My memories of the show when it was on in the late 70s is vague. Loved Sean Cassidy back in the day. Not my type anymore, though. Yeah, you think? Too pretty boy. But as a show, it is fun. More of a Saturday morning view of detective work than, say, even Charlie's Angel. But it is fun. Now, I will say... I agree with all that. I agree with all that. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, you know, we were watching this and you were like, I wish our kids kind of liked shows like this. And I was like, this feels contemporary enough that I think you could show it to at least our eldest kid. And they might actually like it. I don't know. Hunter doesn't watch TV at all. Our youngest literally. Trying to sit him down to watch a movie or anything is just a nightmare. And it could be anything. It could be anything. The only show he likes is Bluey. That's it. And he just plays that on the background. He won't actually sit and watch it. He doesn't really watch it. It's just kind of background noise. He doesn't like TV. No, he does not. It's (laughs) weird. It's fine. I mean, it's great. But, like, he's just more into, like, doing stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And not playing t- with toys, guys. He's not that cool. No, he doesn't. Play no, he's obsessed with slap battles. <laughs> uh, Sean and Parker, who has not aged a bit, I must say, as recent school events of sh- with his children have shown, had great chemistry. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Though Frank sometimes comes off as a know-it-all and Joe comes off as a bumbling idiot. I don't think so. I didn't in this... see that. I thought but they maybe were pretty... in later episodes. I saw them coming off as more or less equals. I definitely saw Frank taking the lead a little bit more. Well, he's protecting his baby brother. But he, he's the elder brother, yeah. and it felt like I'm an older brother. You're still my younger brother, even if you yeah. are capable. Yeah. Basically, it goes on like I'm not going to read the whole thing because they say the word fun like about a million times here. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it is fun. It is fun. It's just fun. Yeah. Here's a 10 out of 10 from I did not write down their name. Hardy Boy season to hopefully come out soon on DVD. <laughs> I enjoyed the Hardy Boys Nancy Drew mysteries when it was first released. I was very happy that seasons one and two have been released on DVD. <laughs> I would love to see season three be, three be released very soon. 
Cool. That's it. All <laughs> right. Oh, right. This is someone from Australia. I should have done a voice. Uh, oh, no, you shouldn't have. <laughs> no. Please stop offending other countries. I am from Australia and do not know how the DVD releasing system works. <laughs> Nobody does. But I hope that it's not one DVD a year. And I am impatient. Would prefer to have the third series released before Christmas 2007. Aww. How about it, Kathy? <laughs> I already told you that... Uh, Pamela Sue Martin was replaced as right. uh, as Nancy Drew at midway through season two. And Jamie Lee Curtis actually auditioned for the role of Nancy. Wow. Did, did not get it. Wow, crazy. She would have been good. Yeah. I mean, like, not that we saw Nancy, but yeah. I think Jamie Lee Curtis would have I mean, been fantastic she, in this she's show. She's Jamie Lee Curtis. What isn't she fantastic in? Would you green light or red light this green show? Green light the f*** out of this, man. I would watch this now. Yeah. Like, I really would just put this on and just watch it. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, a day before Halloween. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, man. Totally. I mean, this really has put me more into, like, a... a Spooky mood. Spooky mood. Fun spooky mood. Like, I mean, if you look at the parts of the show, none of it makes sense. None of it. They start off at a a fishing trip, cemetery, (laughs) haunted haunted house, house, Navy. Navy. (laughs) That's the plot outline. Like, government secrets have been stolen. How all of these things tie (laughs) together makes no real sense. Why Sonny, who is trying to lay low... Mm -hmm would take a job at a very high-profile, like, theme restaurant? Well, I guess because he can wear the mask of the Wolfman. I guess so. I guess so. You like, know? He can keep a little bit hidden yeah. that way. He just likes theater. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stress how cool that restaurant was. Oh, man, I want to go there so bad. The boys would have an absolute field day. Oh, and I'll say this, because I, I do feel so strongly about the show. The entire series is on YouTube, and the quality is good. Yeah, the quality is actually really good. Yeah, watch it on YouTube, because if you watch it anywhere else, they start at episode three. Yeah, it was crazy. Which is weird. Yeah, we... So you have to go to YouTube to get them all. Yeah, I looked on Just Watch, and it said it was on Peacock, and I went to Peacock, and it starts on episode three, which is bizarre. It was, like, only, like, Mm -hmm. a certain episode, so I don't know why that was. I don't know either. So if you want to actually start at the beginning, YouTube. Go to YouTube. Uh, It's out there. Um, But, yeah, this is one of the few shows that I would actually say, hey... Give it a shot. It's actually, yeah. if you, especially if you're into like mystery shows, mm-hmm. if like 70s aesthetic is kind of like your jam, right? You just like wholesome fun. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There, like I said, guys, absolutely zero triggers. No triggers. Absolutely zero. It's legit funny. Yeah. Like we said, they rib each other. Like a skeleton comes launching out. Yeah, and them. he's like, "Didn't you date a girl like that?" <laughs> and he's just kind of like, "Come on, man!" Like, yeah. Back off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. It's funny. It's good. It's legit it's funny. Because <laughs> usually with 70s stuff, it's like you can kind of get the Sam stuff, you yeah, know. It's yeah. Not, yeah. It's, it's mm, <laughs> questionable. Questionable or yeah. it feels dated. Yeah, yeah. Nothing... I mean, this is definitely dated, but not in a bad way. Yeah. it's Like I said, it still can feel contemporary. Because mm-hmm. I, I guess it's because they got to the heart of it really yeah. like the the relatable the universal relatability of mm-hmm. family yeah <laughs> i guess is that weird but i guess that's how they did it i don't mm-hmm. know i don't know guys I mean... it's so good piloting the pilots releases each tuesday can be found on itunes soundcloud and wherever else fine podcasts can be found as always you can contact us piloting the pilots at gmail.com we would love to hear from you Next... nobody sent us any recommendations well good but i'm glad they didn't <laughs> I got to watch the Hardy Boys, and it was awesome, and I loved it. So I have picked out shows for Halloween month. We got five releases during Halloween month. Oh, here we go. So 
Well, there goes my light in the line. <laughs> I don't know. I think I got some fun ones here. Do you want me to tell you what I have lined up for us? Yeah. Like all the whole month? Yes. Yeah, so now, I'm prepared. This, this is subject to change okay. if we need to. Oh, and like shows might come out that we're like, oh, we should do that instead. But okay. this is what I have so far. Next week, I think it's October 3rd, we are going to do the television movie documentary starring Orson Welles mm-hmm. from, I think, 1980? Okay. Called The Man Who Saw Tomorrow it is on YouTube. It is about Nostradamus. Excellent. I think it's going to be great. <laughs> Honestly, I think I've seen it before. Okay. Because it used to be like on TV all the time when I was a kid. All right. I think it might be fun. But if it's not fun, we'll watch something else. Obviously. Uh, October 10th, we're going to do Daryl Dixon, The Walking Dead. Oh, God. <laughs> so we can get more one-star reviews as we slam it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. October 17th, we're going to do Fall of the House of Usher, which is the new one by the guy who did Midnight Mass. Oh, okay. Oh, Ryan Murphy. Uh, oh, Midnight so I'm going to enjoy watching a uh, House of Bly Manor, Haunted yeah. Bly Manor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that should be fun. Although he did that one. Bly that... Manor was the gothic romance, right? Mm-hmm. I fucking love that one. Haunting of Hill House. But he also did that one with the kids in hospital. Oh, and I refused we... to watch it. We didn't like Because I didn't, didn't want to watch Dying Kids. Yeah. But this is like his new one. It's got his like cast of. Right. His in all favorites. His... Yeah, his favorites. Yeah. And then on October 21st, we're going to do Tales from the Crypt. Didn't we already do that one? No. Are you sure? Mm, we have not. Are you sure? Are you sure? Or, or do I just see the Crypt Keeper whenever I wake I up in the I think you morning? see the Crypt Keeper whenever you wake up in the morning. It's me. <laughs> no, it's me. Next to you. And there was a mirror. It's me. <laughs> no, it's, it's me. me. It's me. It's me. You're it's beautiful me. in the morning. I don't want to hear anything. I'll brook no argument. And then no, o- guys. My hair's crazy in the morning. October 28th, Chucky. The TV Chucky. show Chucky. Mm. So that's what we got. Wait, what? Ew. What? The doll. The doll. Ew. What? Mm. Like I said, subject to change. Ew. But this is what we have tentatively. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 I will say, as far as a recommendation, I do have written down here is a recommendation from Cam from Japan. Oh, no. Run. Called The Hilarious House of Frankenstein. <laughs> okay, that does sound awesome. Which is a Canadian's kids show from the 70s. Oh, well, okay. This is sounding more and more appealing. So if you'd rather throw that in there. Instead of shitty Chucky. Instead of Chucky, we could do that. Yeah, I think I'd rather do that. Okay, so then instead of Chucky on October 28th, we'll do The Hilarious House of Frankenstein. That sounds awesome. It's obscure. Yeah. It's Canadian. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. Oh, we're doing great on time. Oh, great. Okay, so we made up for last week. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't really have anything else to say about The Hardy Boys. It was Boys, awesome. Except for to say, go see it. Like, go it watch awesome. it. Like, yeah. it's definitely something you could put on. You can either sit down and watch it as like a show, or you can put it on in the background. You're not going to see anything mm-hmm. objectionable, nope. triggering. No, nope. it's just going to be lighthearted fun. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I, I, let's let's make this. And make sure show it's the sore. 1977 version. Yeah, not the new one. Not, not the, the new, new one, one on Hulu. No, not the new one. But until next week for the man who saw tomorrow. I don't know how that one's going to work out. Okay. Because it's a documentary well, about fine. Nostradamus. We've never done a documentary before. It so is this a TV documentary. And it's, it's Orson Welles who's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So the man who saw tomorrow is also on YouTube if you'd like to watch it with mm-hmm. us. Nostradamus documentary, guys. Come on. Come on. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.